brothers and sisters. We like to welcome you to the After Church Podcast. Thank you, Jesus. podcast with josh and drew say hi drew <laughs> hello <laughs> uh, and we have a special guest rodney truitt how are you doing doing well man how are you doing doing great uh should i refer to you as forward or rodney uh whatever one is good man <laughs> both both are good i mean i go by both i have people like church who come up to me and be like four and five yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well i have a name here at church so yeah. <laughs> all right so i guess just to kind of get the ball rolling just kind of tell us about a little bit about your background where are you from what do you do stuff like that well <clears throat> i am i say i'm from Fayetteville, north carolina grew up there um went to a great high school who produced an artist called J. Cole. Of course, if you listen to hip-hop, you know who that is. Um, mm-hmm. But if you listen to Christian hip-hop, no, you don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Um, I currently live in Arkansas, Benville, Arkansas, home of Walmart. Shout out Arkansas. I, I don't like you a lot, but you're okay. Um, <laughs> um, I am a graphic designer slash Christian hip-hop artist, um, and I just, I just love the industry. And um, mm. yeah, yeah, that's that's really who I am. So, uh, explain first the first half of the slash, the graphic designer. How did you get into that? Well, I got into graphic design. Well, well let me preface. Let me go all the way back. I always loved like creative things. Like I've always been creative. Like when I was younger, I'd like I'd like invent stuff. Like I I'd make little things. I remember watching like. Digimon when I was a kid and like there was this one movie where like the, the Digimon had like a like a like a gauntlet and I, I, I made that and I was playing with it and um I've I've always been able to draw, I've always been able to like sing, I've always been able to 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 write. Um so I've I have like a natural disposition to creativity. Yeah. Um mm. but really designing came from like YouTube. Like, I don't know if you remember back in the day that YouTube had, like, the custom cover art you could do around the whole channel. Mm-hmm. And I started to design those things, and I thought it was so cool. Then MySpace was a big thing. Yeah. wanted to design <laughs> MySpace covers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really wanting to start, like, a YouTube channel back in the day. Uh, 
it's really how I got started in into design, man. Like, and I, I just I love it. Like, I fell in love with it. Like, making something look good, and like, and people like and be like, oh man, dude, yeah. that looks so good. Like, I mean, I, I remember like going to like fairs and I see like all these signage and, and whatnot, and I'm like, dude, I want to create that, man. Like, it just mm-hmm. it looks so dope. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's really where that came from. Mm-hmm. What does dope mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put out like fire a, content. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah. No, I like uh, graphic design myself, but I, I'm not quite at your level. I'm still doing stuff like on the, you know, I, I migrated from like Microsoft paint, <laughs> you know what I mean? There, and then I went on to, uh, uh, I, I'm like using GIMP right now. So anyone out there that recognize that, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of like uh, cheap man's uh, Photoshop. Hey, GIMP is good for the starter. Yeah. Don't 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 knock down GIMP. I started <laughs> with GIMP too. Yeah. Okay, it I, works, man. You can get stuff done with GIMP, but yeah, you. There's so many other tools that I just need to upgrade. So I understand that. When I when I got uh, Photoshop CC, man, that changed the whole yeah. game. <laughs> the whole game. Yeah. Awesome, All right. Man. So, second half of the slash. Christian hip hop, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I've always like I've I've really loved hip hop, you know. Like, like I, oh, I haven't said this on the podcast before. We were talking before, so I gotta say it again. Um, I, I come from the city where J Cole was was born and raised, so um, listening to a lot of hip hop was just something that you did. Like, um, hip hop, it just resonates with me because people who actually have great lyrics, um. I resonate with that because I've been through the things they talk about their struggles. They, they, they talk about the things that they went through, the things that they see around them, the poverty, the, the, the violence, the war. Um, I, I resonate with that because, you know, everybody goes through that on a day to day basis, whether it's on the level that they're talking about or on a smaller level. There's something that you can relate to. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I love hip hop that speaks. Um, so I grew up listening to J. Cole, you know, who, who, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but they, oh, I, I totally do. <laughs> no, <Yeah. I> <laughs> there he's, he's, he's very lyrical. Yeah. Um, and I, I love hip hop like that. So recently I went through a lot of, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain. So I was like, you know, I think people need to learn from my situation and learn from what I've been through and all the things that, that I have to say. So. I, I thought about putting it in the song and I was talking to my girlfriend Sheila and I told her I was like you know I think I'm gonna start rapping um, knowing that I, I have a, like a, a singing background um, I didn't think I was gonna be able to do it but once you start to train your mind how to think like an artist how to, how to be lyrical mm-hmm. it starts coming out naturally and you continue to to grow and develop that that uh, that passion for it so yeah yeah that's where that came from that's awesome, man. And that's one thing, one of the things I like about hip hop as a genre is that um, because it's so lyrically based and not all of it is, you know, you have those like tracks that are purely just so that you can play and have fun with. Right. But like, you have Loop art- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Man, we could be listing off all these artists. Right. But um, it speaks to you. You know what I mean? And people that's why people resonate. Um, one of like the old school, like secular artists that people always gravitate to. Um, and I'm going to say it, uh, whatever, but like, not that I was a partaker of this individual, but like Eminem, like that's like the most quintessential. Everyone says like, oh, I love Eminem. Right. I love what he talks about. Cause he's real quote yep, unquote. Right. Yep, yep. Because that's something you can't really do, um, as well in different genres, you know, like right. with your standard pop music or 
like all the mainstream type mainstream type of genres. So, it's storytelling. People love to hear mm-hmm, stories, man. Exactly. Like from from the beginning of time, stories have been mm-hmm. passed down. Even in the Bible, there's countless accounts, stories, yeah. oral history, you yeah. know, that 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 people resonate with that you can see yourself in. Yeah. And like lyrical hip hop is that exactly. in, in, in in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Lyrical hip hop is that it tells a story no matter what you're talking about. If you're talking about explicit content, it tells mm-hmm. a story. It, it, you you visualize it in your mind as you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody else does, but that's what I do. Yeah, but yeah, like I—that—that's what it is. Storytelling. Yeah, and you pair that with music, like good music, you know, a good track, and then that like sticks with you better than like a one-on-one conversation with an individual. And so, like, people will hear a song and they attach themselves to that. That I, they identify with it, and it just becomes an anthem, you know. So, like, that's why um, there's certain artists that I gravitate towards because of that the theme that they they're speaking in their music, you know, and right. I think that's really what's really important when you're, you know, choosing the artists that you listen to. And I'm, I know I'm probably getting ahead of myself in our conversation, what we're going to talk about today, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's what I like rap and hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, they um, listen to hip hop just for the beat. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you, <laughs> you can't, you know, unless you're listening to just an instrumental, but it, there, there's so much more that goes into it. Like, um, I've been able to feel the artist's passion mm-hmm. when they come out with new songs and, and how they approach to be like, whoa, they said this. Oftentimes, I'll listen to a song and come across the dope line and I thought hit really well and stop and then repeat it in my mind. And I'm like, did this man really just say that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's so cool to, to see how they formed every single bar line for line to match up. I mean, you can have a bar like early on within the verse and then a bar that correlates with that bar like down and later mm-hmm. in the 16, mm-hmm. man. It's crazy to see how all that forms. Yeah, and that takes so much creativity. Mm-hmm. It's like um, with like modern comedians, there's that like theme where they'll they'll start off with a joke, yeah, right? And then they lace it back into the end of their act, yeah. right? And so like the audience uh, like catches on to that like ah you said that earlier right and it's the same thing with like rap music because they're they're piecing a theme together and it all fits so it's not just random spouting of words yep that storytelling yeah. coming to play man yeah, so yeah i love that man it's, it's great yeah so for a caucasian male <laughs> such as myself <laughs> what what would you recommend for me to listen to to kind of dip my feet into hip the hip hop genre not as a listener not i'm not about to start rapping or anything <laughs> <laughs> but like as a listener as someone who hasn't really been listening to that well i really can't tell you off the back without knowing your preferences cuz music is subjective right mm-hmm. um it's real like really what i would say trial and error mm-hmm. listen list, listen to playlists um, see you like like sometimes you'll like a way a person like comes off how, how he talks um, his alliteration within within the verses you'll mm-hmm. you'll love certain nuances about that person like mm-hmm. or how a person like says their ad libs um, mm-hmm. like there there's so many different things that go into hip hop that I can't tell you who to listen to because that needs to come from you yeah like. Okay, well, let me rephrase. What about people that rap slow enough for me to understand <laughs> understand what they're saying? Hmm. Hmm. 
you just gotta really listen. Dude, Sheila's like over here looking at me. It's like <laughs> you disappoint me. You You're embarrass like, me. Man, people who uh, rap slow. Um as Sean Burgundy, man. Mm-hmm. Like he is lyrical and I'm like he is one of the most biblically based hip hop artists that there is. I have almost yet to come across another one who has so much scriptural content mm-hmm. within his music and you can tell that he really lives this life not just by what he he raps or what he spits what he puts in his music but um on his socials he's always talking about scripture always talking about how how it's bettering his life actually he, he just wrote a forward for a book um telling like young men how to be men and live christian lives and be good husbands to to their their, their young wives so he he has got to be one of my favorites, and mm-hmm. I suggest listening to him. Mm-hmm. Another one would be Paris Cariz. He he raps slow. He's not as biblically based, but he he gives a lot of attributes to God. And um, yeah, uh, just you know that's that's Christian music nowadays. Um, and I can't think of another one off the top, really. Yeah, I mean, I actually listened to uh, Eshon Burgundy. Um, you posted something on your stories. I hadn't previously not heard about him. I started listening to some of his music in the past couple of weeks. I was like, man, this guy, it, uh, I forget the name of the song now, now that of course, when I want to bring it up, but I mean, the stuff that he was talking about in it, um, talking about like, you know, if it was ever to become illegal to live for God, you know, and, and contrasting that against what's happening in Christian hip hop, like I'm still going to choose and serve God. Right. You right. Know what I mean? And that's like a sentiment that we've lost, I think in mainstream Christian hip hop. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm like I feel like in mainstream, well, not just well, Christian hip hop in general, um, we've lost a a consecration to the Lord. Mm. We 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 talk about God, you know, and that classifies Christian hip hop, yeah. which it really shouldn't. It comes from the heart and how you present that. You can't mm-hmm. just say, "Oh man, God is my savior." You you know that that's a proclamation, but it goes farther than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like another person who who's really into the Christian life and living it is Jackie Hill Perry. Like she is an, a, a famous um, female Christian hip hop artist who is very good about putting words together. Um, her story is so powerful. She used to be homosexual um, and then God delivered her from that. Mm. And now she's living a life that is redeemed by the Lord and she makes great content, great music that will uplift you and tell a story about how she came out, man. It's, it's, it's awesome to hear really. Oh, wow. Man, mm-hmm. I definitely have to check that out. Now I want to switch gears here for just a moment, if I may. Um, Cause I'm curious. I know you actually share this with your Instagram uh, story family, but like uh, what, what is the meaning behind the name you've chosen uh, in forward nine five? Well, forward nine five, comes from pain for me um so over the last year year and a half i started dating a girl when i lived in st louis missouri and um i loved her like i I loved her enough to, to to move where she was at and um we broke up and it was a hard breakup i was all alone had really had nobody around me um And I was dealing with a lot of depression and that spanned for like a year, year and a half almost. 
and I went to this hyphen conference. We, we, we had like a hyphen thing and I was praying the usual prayers. I asked God, I was like, please deliver me from this. I'm tired of dealing with this. I've been dealing with this for like a year, year and a half. And in the midst of me praying, God stopped me and just said, forward, go forward. You know, I've already delivered you from this stuff. You've, you prayed this exact prayer way too many times, way too many times for me to, to do it again. Okay. Why would I do it again when I've already done it? Just mm-hmm. so you can feel the feeling of being delivered. No, I've done it. Just walk in that. Mm. So that's where forward comes from. Nine five is just my birth year. So I coupled that together. I thought it was cool. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I was wondering at first when I heard the name, I know like, um, the first artist that came to mind was back in the day, KJ52. <laughs> I was like, there's got, yep, there's got to be a, maybe people. a scriptural reference. Yeah. Josh perked up on that. I was like, I know that one. <laughs> Turn to the book of forward. Yeah, the book. <laughs> Chapter 95. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I didn't know if there was a deeper story behind the nine and five, but that's awesome, man. I mean, and I like that, that you're, that you chose that for a name. It's not just some, you know, like rap artists, I think are just so, um, it, the, the, the trend is just little something, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, good on you for being thoughtful on, on the name. I told myself if I was ever going to do this, I was going to be real. I was yeah. going to be real about my, myself and what I went through and put myself on display. Cause isn't that what ministry is? Yeah. You like, like a, as a pastor, not saying I am one, um, but you're on display, you're in a glass box, you, you live it. And with my music, I want that to be the same. I want people to know when I'm hurting, when I'm rejoicing, when I'm having triumphs, when I'm having my low times, when I'm going through valleys, I want people to know everything mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. so they can vibe and sentiment with, with, with my music. Cause that's, what's going to get them few, <clears throat> through. Like when, when they see me win, they win as well because they know that they can overcome like I did. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I, w- I want my music to, to uh, say the same. Mm-hmm. How can you, how can someone testify or uh, be a witness if they don't explain all the crud that they've been through. <laughs> right, right. It's right, not. Right. It's not a bed of roses. Living the Christian life is no, not a bed of roses. Not at all. Not at all. Man, oftentimes I have conversations with myself, and I tell me, man, I hate living how I'm living. You know, some sometimes I don't. I don't like being a Christian, and I, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I hate it, and sometimes I I, I think to myself, I, I would be better off in the world. But then I have to remember mm. to the time that God really took me out of that. Because oftentimes we forget, like as mm. we as we walk down this road, we forget that God did all these things in our past that brought us here. Yes, we went through all the muck and mire, but we are not there. You mm-hmm. know, we we, mm. we are not where we were. You know, we may be hurting in the present, but God has so th- something so much greater for us in, in, in the future that if we can get through the stuff that we're going through and either the stuff that haunted us in the past, that it's going to be all gravy from there, man. Mm. That's awesome, man. Have you ever preached? <laughs> <laughs> He's preaching I, right now, man. Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm called to preach. Um, as, as of right now, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm struggling with the fact that it may be pulpit ministry. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've pursued that almost getting a license, but it's, it stopped so many times in my life that I feel that I have a better chance preaching on the mic. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I call it. Like I, it's, it's not just music for me. Mm-hmm. It's ministry. Yes. Yeah. Like this, this is what I do. If I can vibe with people and preach the gospel on the track, 
then that's that's great. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was I was talking to my dad. I was telling him that I'm I'm getting a lot more love than I thought I would. Um, and I told him straight up. I was like, Dad, this might be ministry for me. This might be what I do. Mm-hmm. And he told me he was like, Son, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe this may be what you do. Follow that. Follow God. Make sure you're <laughs> in line with your pastor because that is the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the number right. one thing. Um, but yeah, I, I I do preach. Whenever my mm-hmm. pastor tells me to 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 preach, then I'll, I'll I'll preach. Whenever my youth pastor tells me, you know, you need to speak to the students, then go ahead and do that. So, yeah, yeah I preach. Because mm-hmm. I feel like rapping is a sort of sermonizing. It but is. You add a beat and some instruments to it. It is. It, mm-hmm. it very well is. And it all depends on your mind frame and how you set it up and, and you know, what you want it to sound like. Um, just like a sermon. Yeah. You, you can set it up. You know, God speaks to you. You, you put those. You write them down like you do sermon There notes. is a flow. There is alliterations. Mm-hmm. Preachers use those all the time. Right. Sometimes preachers, some more old-fashioned, like to rhyme. <laughs> but it, it's just it, it i don't really see that much difference like I, yeah th- there's there's not you know and people get so bent out of shape mm-hmm. out of that it, mm-hmm. it's just a tool and it, it's just how you use it right like right. i could use a hammer to tear down a wall or i could use a hammer to you know build one up build one yeah, up exactly yeah 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 i thought that was funny i actually saw a meme the other day and it was like breaking down uh rap battling <laughs> it said rap battling is just two grown men uh, writing aggressive poetry at each other. <laughs> I've never heard that, but I yeah. vibe with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I mean, there's such a connotation to hip hop. You know what I mean? That it's it's purely just like representative of, of culture. Right. Which it is. But like it, it's they don't really think of it as like there's power to the words that are put they're invested into it. And that's another thing that's really that resonates with me with hip hop is that when you put something out. That's that that goes long term because that now becomes a part of you as an artist. Right. And that's that that's what people are going to key in on when someone listens to it two weeks after its release. And to someone who listens to it two years down the road and they just discovered your your work. Right. Right. So it it goes on beyond just the like, you know, comparing against against someone behind the pulpit. Right. Right. They say something and it's only effective to the people at the moment in that building. Right. Um, but then the music that you produce, someone could catch on to that and that can be blessed by that music. Right. You know, way down the line. It's a lifetime line for me. Yeah. Really? Like I can, I can make a track like five years ago and then instantly listen to that track and be like, man, I knew, I knew where I was at right mm-hmm. there. Not, not oh, because man. I made it, but because of the content that that puts me in 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 a place of like recollection that mm-hmm. I can I can remember man I was really struggling with that yeah. problem there yeah. or I was I was really happy man cuz I just got married or whatever yeah. not married yet but I will be shout out Sheila love you um <laughs> 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 oh man but um, she's over here like blushing now it's a it's a <laughs> it's a it's a it's a way to like keep track of life as well yeah. for me uh-huh. yeah. Man, you bring up an excellent point, and it's the reason why I love music, because it, your brain does stuff when you listen to a song, and it couples that with the memory and emotion that you were feeling at the time. So when any time, it could be years later, if you hear a song, it will just completely bring back up the emotions you were feeling the first time you heard it. Yeah. And it's just, 
humans were made to respond to music you know right mm -hmm. right just like saul and david man when when, yeah. when saul was was you know vexed by the evil spirits of the lord david you know came up and yeah. did the little jam out with his heart <laughs> yeah. you know and uh he, he he felt good for for however long it was after that yeah. right um so music man music is more than just like something you do like it's mm -hmm. it's more than just listening it's 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 something that resonates with your spirit your soul because after all if we can get spiritual here lucifer was the worship leader of heaven correct mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh-huh and and whenever god wanted worship lucifer play them pipe boy um right and you know music was is to God is so much more than, than just music, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to understand that the music comes with spirits and we have to understand that we can't listen to everything, mm -hmm. you know, I have no idea where I was going with that, yeah. but I went there. Dude, I've yeah. been just the other day, I found myself driving to work and I, I'm kind of just all over the place with my music and, and I do listen to secular music. Um, I do too. I do too. Mm -hmm. um, because you can't have Christian hip hop without hip hop. Right. Yeah. You, you got to get exactly. some ideas. That's where right? it emerged from. Right. Um, but yeah. And then God was like, hey, I don't want you to listen to that right now. Right. Okay. Turn off. All right. What, God. <laughs> Scoop. All right. What are you, you going to say to me now? You know? And, and it, you just got to be in tune with that. Right. It's just when you get to that point where you ignore that voice. It's like, hey, should you be listening to this? Like, right. Or when you get insensitive to the lyrics and what they're talking about and and themes that are brought up in their song. And it's just like, is that conducive to my life? Right. Should I want to relate to what they're saying? Mm -hmm. Then it becomes just a, like a listening tool. Yeah. But then on a deeper level, you have no idea what that's doing to your psyche. Yeah, yes. you have no. And I've 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 you know been through that myself. I. I, if I can be honest, I wouldn't. Have, <laughs> I went a whole week listening to uh, Twenty One Savage. Everybody knows really mm -hmm. Twenty One Savage is, and I've, I found myself saying things that I would never thought I would say. Um, and I know Shiva's behind me making faces, and she, yeah, I, I know that. But um, I, <laughs> why did you bring her, man? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> she's my chauffeur today. Uh. <laughs> uh, but. I, I learned my lesson from that, so I, I limit what I listen to secularly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one of the things I think is real interesting is, um, like, so music is is super. Uh, it's a charged subject with a lot of Christians, right? And so there are those people that are on the end of the spectrum where, like, you can only listen to K Love, right? You can only listen to uh, Chris Tomlin, and like they even go so far. And, and this is probably another question I'd like to ask, but like there's a negative connotation associated to hip hop in general. So Christian hip hop is also in that camp where like, right. you don't listen to this, but then when they consume media, right. When they consume entertainment or with e even as far as just something as simple as the books you read, right. Are we, you know, sifting through and trying to find the Christian author, right. You know, the yeah. Christian movie producer. Right. Um, but music, it's all this untouchable thing right. and not to condone like, Hey, you know, just be out there listening to, you know, whichever artist you want, all you want. Like, I think if you have a Christian lens because you are tending to your spiritual side, right? then when you listen to stuff like that or you come across entertainment, your spirit should have like a reaction and be like, oh, wow, no, I, I do not agree with this. Right. Or it, you should have like a, mm, you know. Most people don't have that Christian lens. They, it's, it, either they, they don't have it or they have it and they're blind. Yeah. You know, you can have the Christian lens and, and be blind, 
yeah. you know, and it'd be like so, uh, so glazed over that you don't even know what you're doing to yourself. Like mm-hmm. when you when you mm-hmm. listen to that stuff, and I'm I'm guilty of, of that as well. Uh, but you know, I think the reason why people put that negative connotation on Christian hip hop is from the background that it has. Um, you know, a, a lot of hip hop today is is violence and you know explicit things, drugs, uh, sexual things, um, guns, money. You know, all the things that Christianity says to stay away. You know, mm-hmm. to to not dive into this. But the reason why I love Christian hip hop is because the word is in it. Mm-hmm. Because you can like I I've listened to certain hip hop songs and I'm like man I really felt the spirit of God in that um, and that makes mm-hmm. me want to listen to more um, and also artists like I I've been talking to artists who really live this life who who really show it and their music shows um, I think Christian hip hop man is a great tool to win people yeah as well. Um, because a lot of people don't know we don't like I said before you don't listen to music just because you know it's it's more than just music um say that you have somebody who came out of the world you know in 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 a hip hop world um you're not going to reach them with worship music mhm right <laughs> you're not going to reach them with 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 oceans you're mm-hmm. you're not going to reach them yeah. with bethel worship or vertical worship mm-hmm. but you're <laughs> But you're going to reach them yeah. with some 1K few, with some Lecrae, with, with, with some Eshon yes. Burgundy. You're going to reach them with that type of music mm-hmm. because that's what they loved mm-hmm. before they came out of the world. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's who you are as a person. That's not a spiritual mm-hmm. thing. That's who you are right. as a person. The music you like is who you are as a person. So if you can reach somebody, take them out of that and give them the good influence of that. Man, mm-hmm. you're doing so much good yeah. for that person because people, people like there are people who listen to hype music just just to get hype. But there, mm-hmm. th- but then there's people who listen to music to know the lyrics. That's why we have like companies like Genius who who post lyrics because people yes. want you to know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, man, it's it's so crazy to see that. But yeah, I think I like digressed a yeah. lot. No, <laughs> no, that was good stuff. I think of what Paul talked about, where he was like, in order to uh, reach the Jews, I had to become like a Jew. Right. In order right. to reach the Gentiles, I had to become like a Gentile. Right. I had to become like the rich, like the poor. Not, not saying that he became. He just had to go into their level and like be able to emphasize with their culture and their lifestyle. Man, you mm-hmm. know who's the greatest who did that? Jesus Christ came off the throne, robed himself in flesh to be like us, and then died mm-hmm. for us. Man, mm-hmm. man, I want to shout right now, <laughs> man. So that's why I, I love I love hip hop, where people can come to that level. You know, yes. like, and it's so it's so it's so easy with hip hop because you're speaking words rather than just like 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 you're you're singing melodies and whatnot. Yeah, like you're speaking words and people can actively listen. Otherwise, with singing, like you, you have to kind of process what they're what they're saying. Yeah. Um, same with hip hop, but it's easier to do that. Uh, but yeah, man, like I just I, I I love it for that fact that it's it's not only music, but it's a witnessing tool. It's a tool to yes. you know bring people to a place where mm-hmm. you can talk about Christ. Because some people some some people don't don't even want anything to do with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you show them like a dope CHH song that has God, like eventually, and they start listening to it, eventually, like. 
they'll that that'll get into mm-hmm. the brain. They'll be like, man, like, like they'll, they'll sing a lyric, and then you'll turn your head. And you're like, whoa, I know you, you. <laughs> you've been listening to that song, haven't you, man? And next mm-hmm. thing you know, man, they quoting scripture from <laughs> from a song, man. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on, it's it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, I but I do think about just how much negative connotation is given to it when it's just a tool. Right. But I, I using the hammer like I already referenced before, it's like we some people are wary of using the hammer because of who invented the hammer. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the hammer could be used for good and could be used for the kingdom, but right. because it was invented by a sinner, then we kinda wanna stay away from it. And right. I don't really understand that logic. <laughs> Well, if if that's if that's the case, then half the things that the church does, we shouldn't do. Yeah, right. half the things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 we want to talk about like just regular music, although God created music, but if 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 we take the the connotation from Lucifer and what he did, we shouldn't be listening to music then. We mm-hmm. should all we, we would all be Luciferians, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I, ju- I I believe it's how you use it. It's it's, exactly. it's not mm. what it is in in its in its base form, but it's how you use mm-hmm. it. Like, if you use it for good, great. Like, like if 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 you can use um, somebody like dealing drugs for the kingdom of God, like talking about like how how they turned around their testimony for that, then mm-hmm. do it, man. I don't like I, I have a problem with people who don't want to talk about those sensitive issues. Mm-hmm. Like I have a I have a peop, I have a problem with people who don't want to talk about pornography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which affects men and women everywhere. Yeah. I ha- have problems with people who 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 don't want to talk about um like lust and immorality. I have mm-hmm. a people I have a problem with people who don't want to talk about uh like the, the sensitive subjects that people are really mm-hmm. dealing with that if we get to the core of these things and they'll be better off than than they, than they came mm-hmm. yeah like that and I, I believe that's what christian hip-hop does mm-hmm. like it, it opens people up to those sensitive subjects that um like a lot of worship music doesn't talk about mm-hmm. a lot of worship music doesn't talk about pornography Worship music is all bed of roses bro yeah it's it's ta- it's lifting <laughs> up god which is great but you need something yeah. that you can resonate with the people to bring them up mm-hmm. from that place. Like yes. if, if somebody, if, if you listen to a song and somebody's talking about how they came out of pornography and you're struggling with that, man, you can resonate with that person that elevates that person up to, to, to a place, man. Like I don't, I, I don't have to be here. Yeah. I don't have mm-hmm. to be at this place, but I can, I can be just where this artist who's speaking about mm-hmm. this is and how he came out of it. I can, I can be that too, because yeah. I've, I know he's coming through it because of this song that he's, yeah. you know, that, 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 that he put out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I find myself not really listening to worship music on my own time. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, there's kind of two types of Christian music. There's one that is the purpose is strictly giving praise to God. Yeah. Right. And worship to God. And then the other side is, you know, an artist to a consumer or to another person trying to edify them. Right. And so I, I kind of focus more on that kind of music that edifies me over the course of the week. Right. And then I should probably listen to more praise music just for the <laughs> sake of not only doing it on Sundays and Wednesdays, but right. Yeah. But I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and you know, those subjects that you talked about, those are really under discussed topics. Really? Right? Really? And I think the church, you know, in general, right, not trying to call out any denomination or anything like that, but 
it, it they glaze over subjects like that and these are the things that are plaguing mm-hmm. people right so when you can utilize art when you can utilize a platform like rap or hip-hop then uh that resonates with people because they they can relate one to the artist and then they can relate with the content and in fact a couple episodes ago we had um aaron davis uh, brother aaron davis come mm-hmm. on and we talked about that um because you know that is it's obviously a huge issue right and we just kind of overlook it yeah. um but that's one of the things i love about rap music i remember uh it's an older song uh by lecrae i know he's like one of the most mainstream <laughs> you know if not so, the most <laughs> yeah in, in christian hip-hop so by me saying that you know everyone's gonna be like oh it's so mainstream whatever uh, i like some of his music right? i like some of his music too and i'm not i'm not i'm not ashamed to say that yeah no i I do um a lot of people have been recently condemning him but that's another thing that we can <laughs> go into later yeah but he had this line in one of his songs where he was saying that uh, and i'm gonna paraphrase because i can't rap but he was like <laughs> um a bet late at night um that basically we should avoid that because it starts off that way but eventually it can become addiction to pornography man right? and then for someone mm-hmm. to pair that like you know that that concept to this concept that's so um unheard of before that time man i can i can vibe with that especially with the bet late night i used to 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 watch that man because it, it, it evoked those emotions in my mind um but there was a guy that I saw on Instagram, you know, just just perusing Instagram, and he was a hip hop artist. And in his bio, he was so proud to say this: "I'm I'm an ex porn addict," mm. and I thought that was amazing. Mm. Like I, I honestly, I wanted to reach out to him right then and there and be like, "Dude, thank you for being so bold enough to say that," because a lot mm. of people hide that. Yeah, um, and it is an addiction. It is. It is. It really is yeah. something that God created for good to 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 repopulate. Um, our minds see that and it gets callous and it gets broken, the broken image in our mind of love and, and mm-hmm. lust and whatnot. And a fine line between that. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to see how, how people um, really, you know, can't even think of the word now. How 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 people really you know think about that in in, in their minds it's 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 crazy and I I, mm-hmm. I thank God that He brought me out of that yeah so mm-hmm. yeah and society's just got such a, a warped uh, vision of that you know what I mean um, and it, and it's so celebrated now yeah like we've gotten to a point in in culture where like to cross that line as much as you can. Uh, it's celebrated and it's recognized, right? And so yeah. it's hard for people that are, you know, just regular day-to-day people. They see that on TV and entertainment and magazines and try to contend with that demon they battle with every day, right? And there's nothing out there to say to counter it, right? Right? Yeah. Like, oh, you're just supposed to swim in this, uh, this, you know, this mess that you're yeah. in for the rest of your life. Like, there is no yeah. <laughs> end I have to, in like, sight. go outside like it's Bird Box, Oh man, dude! I watched that movie for the first time last night, man. (laughs) Bro, I'm shook. (laughs) Like I can't. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Thou art shooketh. Like I, I, I'm shook. (laughs) I want there to be a second one, please. I kind of. It would have been better if it was a TV show. I think it. You know, honestly, yeah. Like if if they made it, drew it out into a series, I I would love it. I think they kind of rushed it. Bro, you need to watch it, man. I haven't seen it, dude. It it gave, in the words of Sheila and Mavis, it anxiety. It gives you (laughs) anxiety. 
Now, yeah. I didn't really... It didn't scare me that much. I was just kind of... Oh, okay. Like, I knew that guy was crazy the second spoiler alert. I knew that guy was crazy. Okay. I'm right here, Brad. I, honestly, I didn't. <laughs> I thought I thought he was cool. And then I had to have Sheila tell me she uh, he was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I just... So is it like one of those like sixth sense like at the end? Have the, you ever seen the happening? No, I haven't, dude. It, it's similar. It's very Stephen King esque, um, as far as just something. You're, you're never really aware of what it is. You just know it kills people. Yeah. <laughs> or it gets people to kill themselves. You never see it until the guy draws the picture. Oh yeah. Like once the guy draws the picture, then you know what it is. But yeah. like throughout the movie, it's just the spirit. But like, it's yeah. it's a quiet place, but you they can't can see. Insta- you can yeah. talk, you just can't see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been seeing the memes, so I'm like trying to reconstruct the movie yeah. through the memes. And <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going the on memes, here? <laughs> the memes almost killed it for me because yeah. I know they used the whole meme marketing thing, where they're. I mean, memes just came out immediately Dude, about yeah, it, yeah. but I, that almost killed it for me because you're you're making a serious movie comical, and I'm like, well, you're just telling me it's stupid. Yeah. Black Twitter went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, like, I ain't even. I'm so late to the game, too. Like, I'm I'm so upset with myself. I saw it come. It came out like what November? Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm so upset. Like, like Twitter went crazy. Like, I'm talking about it flipped. Um. And I was like, dude, I don't even want to watch this movie, bro. Like, it's, it's. And then I watched it. And I'm like, man, I should have watched it then, mm-hmm. so I can yeah. join in with Twitter. <laughs> yeah, be a part of something. Or, uh, I like how some of the young folks are like that lady from Bird Box. Yeah. I was like, you mean Sandra Bullock? <laughs> dude, she was amazing, like, man. One of the <laughs> like greatest the actresses that has been around for like dec- a couple decades. And then they had MGK on there as well. Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Felix, the one where. With oh the, yeah, yeah. He, he's a famous rapper. Um. And then there was a dude I from... I didn't know that was him. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sheila didn't either. And I, I was like, dude, he looks so familiar. So I looked it up, looked the cast up. I was like, yeah, oh, I know wow. MGK doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there was a dude from... Uh, have you ever seen the movie Get Out? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I've only seen memes. Like the, the Get Out Challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just straight up run yeah. like out to the street. Go like, back. <laughs> somebody's run, running wide receiver routes over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I should probably see it though. It's it's yeah, really that good. One, it was it, it it subverts like all your expectations going in. Like, right, man. Yeah. Like it's it, dude. Uh, it was uh, directed by Jordan Peele, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Yep. He's got another one coming out. Uh, the new Twilight that. Zone. Right? Oh man, yeah. Dude, like I, I saw that uh the the trailer for it. It's like I think dude, us. on the Super yeah. Bowl yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like yeah. he is honestly like he's one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Ever, yeah. So, dude, Key and Peele is freaking hilarious. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, have you seen the one where they they do the football names? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. my god, he's <laughs> Jack Derrick Jack Marriax, <laughs> Penn State University. <laughs> yeah, man. Booty Fabaka. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, nothing beats their um, the Terry's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, it's like drinks them. Shklunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. What were we talking about before this? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know, man. So like do you think um going back to rap music, do you think rap music could somehow enter the normal church sphere the way uh kind of rock did and like electric guitar? 
Do you think there will ever be a worship leader that just starts out, just starts rapping in a song and people are okay with it? I think there could be, but there has to be a huge change in mindset. Mm -hmm. Like people have their minds made up that rap is such this evil thing and it's not meant for worship Mm -hmm. purposes, which at some points I see that being okay. But then again, like I... You know, just like I, I don't know if, if you've been in church services where, you know, worship's going and, and somebody stops and exhorts and, and preaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be where hip hop comes in. Like you, you mm-hmm. spit a 16 about, about the scripture and people go crazy. Or you it. get people that are seeing preaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like even the preacher where you got the organ player backing them up, you know, it's like, and God can provide every need. <laughs> yes, he can. <laughs> you know, that's rhythm and speaking. Yeah. That's rap. If, yeah. if, if I can be plainly honest, I think uh, if the church did that, the apostolic church would be the last one to really adopt that because we're so rigid. Yeah. Well, I think some churches could adopt that, but I think the predominantly white churches, because we don't understand that, <laughs> we yeah. would be the last to adopt that. I, and, and, and that's on them. Yeah. But like, I will this- say, too, that in Castroville, the pastor's wife mm-hmm. and David Bernard was there. Okay. Yes. They were dedicating their service. Sister Sibley. Shout out to the Sibleys. Mm-hmm. Sister Sibley just straight up did a rap. She's she's whiter than white, you know. I wish yeah. I wish my pastor would let and me do like show brother church, Bernard man. was there and like she did it, and I'm like, wow, I can't yeah. believe I'm seeing this right now. <laughs> now I want to know what his reaction was to yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs> Got the whole church like turning their head like directly at him <laughs> just to see reaction. What like, do you say, boss? <laughs> yeah, this good. <laughs> Can, yeah. can we get with it? <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're, they're all just stand still, you know. They're ready to move, and they're like. <laughs> Next thing you know, somebody comes out. There's, there's the whip. Yeah, and yeah. Then they, yeah. And then um, it's approved. All right, guys. And then Let I saw. Go. I went to the Illinois, uh, HYC, and um, because we were on vacation, and me and my friend Anthony Brent, we we're just he's he's such a church goer. <laughs> so he was like, let's go to this thing. Um, but anyways, one of the people in the talent show did slam poetry. Yeah. Was it, was he a, a bigger guy? No, he was, she was a lady. Okay. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been corrected. There's a guy that I know in Illinois. His name is uh, JB. Well, that's his artist name. Um, but he's apostolic and he does, uh, he, he raps as well. Um, spoiler alert, we got a song coming soon. But yeah. Sweet, okay. dude. Nice. Uh, slam poetry first. is yeah. rap, yeah, and yeah. like, in, but and you're seeing this in in youth, and I think by the time we get older and we're the ones running things, you may it'll start be, seeing more of it. It'll be different. But the only thing, the only way I, I see that not working out is, you know, the older generation teaches the younger generation, and if we fully adopt their mindset about how you know this music is bad, then the church will never be like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The, the, the church would never be open to to, to hip hop, yeah, but I so. think but I think there's some older people that understand the logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well here's my argument against that, right? Because one of the things that we we glance over, like so, like it's not even a, a an afterthought, um, is like the the 
inclusion of the instruments we use for modern worship mm-hmm. right so for instance yeah. like the electric guitar use a drum pad for, right. for worship next time pad. right exactly mm-hmm. you know no one bats an eye when we're playing that music right mm-hmm. because it's so well uh, adopted mm-hmm. um, but I remember I was watching this video um, and it was just like a, a compilation of like uh, uh, like pop rock uh, concerts through the through the past few decades mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and it's the same format you have like thousands of people all standing looking at a stage and then like if you were to look at that remove the music right and then just look at that and then compare it against to like you know a modern hill song sanctuary mm-hmm. right everything is pretty much all similar right you got the light set up the guitarist you have the 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 someone on keys right and like we don't bat an eye that our things are set up that way and i know there's a there's a whole separate subject about like how the inclusion of like lights and fog machines stuff like that right but you know there are people that are supremely blessed at you know they're just talented at playing guitar and it adds so much to music it does um and we we apparently have gotten over that hurdle Mm -hmm. our church has seen it We've had decades without an electric guitar, and then Brother Sedio started playing. Everybody loves him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and and that dude can shred it, and he can play a multitude of genres. He could play the old stuff. He could play the new stuff. And to kind of piggyback off what Andrew was saying, the generation before us instituted that you know guitars and and stuff like that. Back then, guitars and some rock stuff nope. that was their version of rap yep yep mm-hmm. right yep. and so it could happen it could yeah it could it, I, I think it's got to be a change of mindset man yeah that mindset's got to change because people just they just don't like it like and the people who like it man they're all for it mm-hmm. you know and that's that's just like the church you know like mm-hmm. if, if you don't want to be part of the church don't but if you want to be a part of the church man we want you here yeah you know i mean it doesn't have to be a you know, memo sent by Bishop Bernard himself. <laughs> I hereby announce that rap music is okay. Boom, album church. coming out. But yeah. <laughs> churches can do whatever they want. And they can, they yeah. can. I don't know. I've just noticed in in our movement that if he said that, that <laughs> if, if he said change, that, it would just all collapse. I will change. agree with you that. I, I will agree with you there. Yeah, um, yeah. There'll there, be some like churches in Mississippi or something. What the heck is going on? <laughs> we don't want rap music in the church, yeah, man. Yeah. But dude, I w- I really wish, really wish that we could do that, man. It'd be cool. Yeah, I think too. One of the things that we have to identify is distinguishing the type of listeners for Christian hip hop. Yeah, right. Because so Christian hip hop, one of the reasons why I really gravitated to it when I was younger was like to me it felt like an underground movement. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. like there wasn't a lot of artists, you know, any uh, new uh, label that came out, they were like an indie label. Right. You know, what I mean, especially like before Reach Records, Cross Movement, all that stuff. Um, and you had people doing independent projects. Right. Um, and, and so to to outsiders that are listening to mainstream, you know, contemporary Christian music, they're like, oh, well, you're you're going to this underground CD area of music. Um, and so there were two types of listeners that I recognized because I grew up in Christianity, mm-hmm. right? My parents, um, I grew up too. I just defected. <laughs> right. And I think that's a common thing, you yeah. know, and one of the things that people do with, uh, with Christian music is they look for an outlet that's like safe, 
right? They look for like something that like that doesn't rile up the parents. And so like this is um, like the Switchfoots, the Reliant Ks, right? They want that like rock music that sounds mainstream, yeah, right? But it's, it's unoffensive, so I can listen to it <laughs> as a Christian, right? But right. Mm-hmm. from an outsider, someone that doesn't know Christ, you know, they look at Switchfoot or Reliant K, you know, and they don't have anything like lyrically deep. Right. Right. And they're like, oh, that's actually sounds pretty cool. Right. And so the same thing applies to hip hop and Christian hip hop, where you have people that are listening to it that are exclusively born into the church and they're looking to rap as like an outlet to be, oh, I want to be cool. You know, I don't want to listen to Chris Tomlin and Stephen Curtis Chapman. I want to listen to hip hop. And so they. It's trying to get like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Almost. And they imbibe the whole like <clears throat> mentality of like worldly mainstream hip hop. Yeah. But like this is safe. This is clean for me. Right. And I think that's one of the the obstacles that Christian hip hop has had to face because they were producing music for this for the people in, in you know safe suburbs and in, in churches and we're like okay this is good clean music you can play this at your youth group you can play this in your car and be okay. Yeah. But then it was so, it was so void of anything deep that you could actually attach yourself to in an a ungodly person could see in the, in like, whoa, wow, that, that speaks to me. And that's what I love. What has happened to Christian hip hop is now you have artists that are diverting from that mentality where it's like, this isn't just like a youth group, you know, track that we can play, you know, before service or something, right. but like now I got to actually sit down and like, listen, because it means something. You know what I mean? Yeah, hip-hop is twofold to me, man. It's meant to, like, edify people who are already here, and then it's meant to draw people who aren't here yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what I love. Like, it's multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I, I often find myself, like, trying to write rhymes that, you know, cater to both groups, mm-hmm. um, that, that makes sense of the pain, um, but also make sense of the pleasure of living for Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And and you mentioned too how a lot of Christian rappers are starting to institute more scriptural references in right. their lyrics. I yeah. mean, you're giving people a Bible study. <laughs> for yeah. real, like why are you sitting down, bro? Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite albums was um Reach Records did a thing years ago it was called 13 Letters. Yeah. And every track was um one of the epistles of Paul. Right. Right. And so they they broke it down and like if you actually use it as a study and I think they actually had like study guides that went along with it. Yeah. You know, you could actually just listen to it and just like remove the lyrics and it was like enjoyable music. Yeah. But then you start listening to it you're like, "Wow, I didn't really know that about like Titus or Philemon, you know what I mean?" Ooh. So, man, Christian hip hop's going places, dude. That's all yeah. I want to say. It's going places. It's <laughs> exciting, man. It is, man. Yeah. Like and now we have so many like indie artists, me being one of them, yeah. um, that are that are that are decent. Like, not to say I'm decent, because I'm nowhere near what I want to be yet, what what I know I am yet. But like I, I see all these like young artists, like I'll shout one out, Monty Hokage. Like he bro, bro is nice with it. Like <laughs> that's all I can say. Bro yeah. is nice with it. Um like who who are just paving a way. These artists are just paving a way mm-hmm. for Christ, you know, in their rap, in 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 their songs, man. Like they're 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 making a way for Christ that never was really, mm-hmm. because hip hop, like Christian hip hop back then, was meant for the big boys, you know. Like that's all you heard back in the day was what was the big boys. You 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 heard your your Lecrae, your Flame, 
you heard your uh, Tadashi, your Thistle, you 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 heard all those people, mm-hmm. you know. But now you got like smaller people that are, that are coming up that that are that are making a way for this in ways that like mm-hmm. never were, mm-hmm. and I love that. I love seeing that. I love seeing like just the progression of technology making it making it available to make yes. music like you know semi cheaply. Um, That's pretty insane too. Anybody can, if they have the time and the equipment, can make music from their garage. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and, crazy and put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And like platforms like Spotify, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Apple Music, man, mm-hmm. giving you a platform to yeah. to get heard and get the gospel heard because that's the biggest thing, you know. Like I, I love the music I make, but I told myself if, if I'm gonna do it, then I'm gonna do it right, and I want mm-hmm. God to be magnified with mm-hmm. everything that I say. And mm-hmm. I, I like I count countless times I pray, and I'm like, Lord, if this isn't Your will, then steer me away. Mm. And countless times, guys like put me in paths of people to to make songs with, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I, some some of the best content I come up with is like I'm I'm in worship service, and like bars come to my mind, and like mm-hmm. I wish I was I wish that I'd be okay with worshiping and having a phone in my hand so I can write all these down. So mm-hmm. I constantly say them over in my mind, mm-hmm. or or like people think I'm praying. Which I'm praying as well, <laughs> worship service. But I'm actually, sometimes I'm dude. Just, your prayers yeah. can turn to your lyrics, man. Right, yeah. right. And like again, I'm just failed to see the logic and why that wouldn't be okay in yeah, a yeah. Christian setting. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I have noticed too is that apostolics are starving for artists. Hmm. They are, dude. Yes. They are. Okay. We. How many times have we had artists start apostolic and then they disappoint us because they go some other way? Yeah. All right. Yep. So what kind of what kind of stop gaps do you have in place for when you become big to where you're not going to be that person? This is the thing I was talking to, to Sheila about. I say if I'm really praying and I'm really committed to God. And I love and, and I know what I believe is right and the true way, then I'm staying here because honestly, if, if I can be very candid, I'm scared to leave. I'm, I'm so scared to leave. Even even if I got big, I don't ever think the money would would ever, uh, mm-hmm. you know, occur to me to, to, to leave the church because I know where I will end up. I know how I get when I even, you know, spend too much time on video games. I know how, how disassociated with the church that I feel and with Christ that I feel when I do that. So I don't, I don't think for me that would ever happen. But if it did, I, I'd have that lady right there, lay her hands on me and, and, oh, dude. and, and I know her. <laughs> she, yeah, will. she will jack <laughs> you up, dude. <laughs> she will. Yeah. Um, oh, man. man, I, I just I just got to keep myself accountable to yeah. the Lord and, and keep yes. myself under the, the 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 blessings of a pastor. Yes, of 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 a good pastor that that not only wants me to fulfill you know ministry in the church, right? But ministry outside of the church, aka music and and, mm-hmm. and doing what whatever mm-hmm. that entails or preaching yeah. in churches. Um, but I, I've also seen hip hop like that or like artists like that done right. Like I know. Uh, Triple E, he's a pastor of a church. Yeah, pastor of a church. I know uh, Jason, pastor of a church, man, doing great things. Yeah. Um, what's his name? The script or script, pastor of a church. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like, and I would love to be that someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to do that, but music would have to sit second for for that. 
So yeah. I, I just make making sure that God is first and not just saying that. Because mm. a lot of people say that. A lot of people have it in their life bios, but <laughs> it's not it's not really true, man. Yeah. Like but, people don't live that, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I'm that I'm that I'm big mm. about. Like yeah, like there was a whole conversation like when I when I just started music, like because I I could see myself like really really you know getting getting big and, and getting out there like in time and I, I sat down with Sheila and we talked about it and I was like you know I don't I don't want to get big like if it means losing my life if mm. it means losing what I have in God mm-hmm. I don't want to um, when I was here in San Antonio the first time like when I was contemplating that I, 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 I came up with lyrics to a song specifically about that you know because that's a big problem People, people get big, people leave the church. And then lose their principles. Lose everything. For the sake of... Like they never lived it, mm-hmm. you know? And I've, I've gotten too far in God to ever revert back. No matter how much pain I go through, no matter how much uh, stuff that comes my way, that happens in my life, I've went through too much to ever revert back to what I was before mm-hmm. Christ, man. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the trends that we're seeing now, and that's just in the mainstream hip hop. Yeah, where they embed what they're doing, quote unquote, the strategy is to embed themselves in the culture. Yeah, um, and they drop the Christian rap or the Christian music term or title, right? And now they're just an artist that happens to be Christian, man, right? and it becomes second to their identity. I can't, I can't live like that because I know what's coming next. Yeah, I know, I know that eternity is next. Mm. You know, and I know if I don't live my life like this, mm-hmm. I know that I'm gonna live my life like that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter how many platinum records you have. Right, like that that that's not gonna matter in the afterlife, man. Yeah, that's not yeah. gonna matter. People people ain't gonna remember your name. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not gonna remember who you are. Dude, there are platinum artists that we have forgotten about right. totally as a society. Yeah, you know, it, it's a very much a revolving door when it comes to who's popular. Right. Um. But man, another thing that grinds my gears too is with any Christian artist, they seem to have just like zero knowledge of what the Bible says. Right. And so mm-hmm. when they're when they're asked questions, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the awkward interview, right? Yeah. yeah. And first of all, they're not wise enough to realize when they're about to be put in situations like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they're when someone's trying to get them for something. Right. And when they are asked that they have no idea what the Bible says right. and they, they give the safe answer that could protect their career. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> people like it's, it's, it's for the fame, man. It's for the money. People don't want to lose clout. Um, because honestly, like Christ doesn't get clout. <laughs> if we right. can be honest, Christ doesn't get clout, you know? Um, but I know who God is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, experienced his presence like i tell my friends all the time like i i play xbox regularly with um some friends that i grew up with and they and they constantly ask me um you know why why do i do this like why can't i have sex why Mm -hmm. why why don't i cuss why Mm -hmm. don't i do this and i I constantly tell them like if you had the experience that i had man Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to do that man like i've been Mm -hmm. like honestly man i've been given something greater than what I have with you guys. Mm. I love you guys, and I, I love I love the, the 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 time I spent growing up, and that, that no one will ever replace that, man. You you guys are day one homies, but Christ changed my life mm. when I thought no one could. 
Mm-hmm. I was not looking for God and God came in and literally changed my whole life in a moment. That's why I do what I do. That's why I don't cuss and do all these things. Yeah. You know, even though my flesh tells me do all these things, mm-hmm. do them, do yeah. them right now, actually. Um, yeah. But I, I can't, I can't, man. Like, yeah. I, I can't. I've been asked why I don't drink. Like, I find myself coworkers saying, hey, we're going to go to this place, and I don't know what the place is, and yeah. I show up. Crap, it's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and then they, they all figured out that I don't drink. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And then they would ask me, and then I would have two answers. One is because Jesus wouldn't like it, okay? And then two is I know me. I have an addictive personality. I feel like I'm an alcoholic waiting to take his first drink. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's just the mindset I have. And so it's not just about me following rules laid out in the Bible. Right. Like yeah. there's, there's a, there's a moral mental, like there's an exper- experience yeah. driven reason for why, why I don't do it. Do. Yeah. I know, right. man, <laughs> I understand that, man. Like I understand that. And sometimes I really want to conform. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, sometimes I want to go for I want to do these things. I tell myself, man, if I do it one time, it's not going to hurt. But I know if mm-hmm. I do it one time, I'll do it the next time and mm-hmm. the next time. And then, and then yeah. it becomes this habit. And I'm like, man, I can't, I can't live like that, man. I can't, I can't yeah. live like that. Yes. But, mm. man, I just, I, I wouldn't let myself get there. Yeah. I can't let myself get there. I don't, I don't think my spirit, man, will let myself get there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think my, my, my my flesh man will let myself get there because my flesh man is used to what my spirit man does. That's so, good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's the goal, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's used, it's used to what it does. Not to say that it doesn't try to defect. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's used to what it does. So like, if I feel something's wrong, like I, I'll know. And I'm like, man, I can't do that. My moral compass is acting up, mm. man. I tap it. It's not working. Nice. It's, yeah. it's, it's, man, it's, what am I doing? Yeah. And then Sheila will be your agent of crucifixion. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly. If your flesh is still too much alive. Yeah. You know, Sheila keeps me straight. <laughs> Sometimes I'd say things out of line and she'd be like, boy, don't say that. <laughs> and I'm like, That's awesome. That's wow. And you don't, you and you don't tell her like she's racist for calling you boy or what? No. Mm. I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Man, she's and she is. She is a little bit racist. She, she tries to be my master sometimes. <laughs> Love you, baby. She's in the room, by the way, listeners. So. <laughs> so if you hear me, she's been constantly mouthing stuff to me, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. Oh, I've been missing some messages over yeah, here. Texting us. I'm like, man, you had your episode two weeks ago, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> trying to get into the next one already. Come on, man, bro. But yeah, and, and that's one of those things too, man. Like with, um, with your with with your convictions, that like people can can clearly see that. But like the motivations behind why you do that is so telling. Yeah. Right. When yeah. there's so many religions and there's so many people that can like maintain good moral, uh, ethical behavior. Right. Um. Like what sets us apart as Christians? Yeah. And when people see that come through and not just like a decision to not cuss or to not do a certain thing, but because you know that it would displease uh, Jesus, right? Displease your God, your savior. 
uh, p- that, that calls people into question and be like, well, what, why is that so important to you? Right. Why right. is that so meaningful to you? And not just like, oh, I understand like a Buddhist doesn't like, you know, they're disciplined to do this and that. Right. Um, and that's what draws people because yeah. I've never been drawn by Buddhism. Right. Because I see a monk, you know, like be do a vow of silence for three years like oh wow that's impressive but it's the meaning behind why they do that man exactly yeah i get it i get that Mm -hmm. i get that and people are intrigued man like people people like i know people who are really intrigued about what we believe Mm -hmm. you know um and sometimes if i can be honest i turn them down from talking about it because i feel in my mind that they won't receive what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. you know and you got to you got to have that wisdom yeah, you can't you got- cast your pearls before the swine right yeah and not calling <laughs> wow, people swine a, but that's the rough, man <laughs> you have to you, you you have to know when people are really genuine and mm-hmm. wanting yes. to know what you believe beside and um wanting to to start an argument about well this is what i believe and this is what i know is right and whatnot. Yeah. but everybody yeah. has <laughs> something that they know is right but only yeah eternity would tell what is really right you know right so dude when i tell these people there's one guy that i told okay yeah i don't drink i don't do any of this and he was like oh are you mormon right i'm like well (laughs) no no but pentecostal how but we we as apostolics need to get to the point where they can say oh are you apostolic like we need to like get out there right man i feel and it's not even are you Christian? It's are you Mormon? I'm like, how did Christian in general <laughs> not get labeled with people who don't drink, people who don't have sex before marriage, people right. who don't do drugs, people who don't live promiscuous lifestyles and, and go do crazy stuff? Because honestly, I think nowadays everybody's Christian. Everybody's Christian. Yes. Everybody. Every. And so nobody. Everybody's is. Christian. Yeah. So if they, if, if they can narrow it down to whatever you are, then they'll do it. <laughs> um. I've I've had people ask me if I was Baptist before, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, do I look Baptist? I think <laughs> <And> I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. They asked me if I was Mormon because I was white. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I do yeah. have a Mormon look. They don't know what to do with me, man. So, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, it's like I don't know what you are. <laughs> like I didn't know Polynesians was <laughs> Christian. <laughs> They got that in Hawaii over there, like the Samoan Islands. Mm. I'm Filipino, first of all. Okay. Mm. And then uh, I feel sorry for our women because they, people think they're like, like Amish or Mennonites. Yeah, yeah man. Don't get me. Don't even get me started. In a on cult. That, mm. I got. I got so much to say about that, but I can't say it right now. Mm. <laughs> man. Yeah. Apostolic but, girls, please stop wearing such tight stuff. Please, thank mm. you. I appreciate that. Mm. The oh man, this is such a we could go into subject like all day because guys like what they see. Yeah, man, wearing a dress, that. the modesty of wearing a dress is canceled out if we could see the underlying shape. Yeah, if I if if if, if I'm seeing every nook and cranny, <laughs> um, and yeah, if I'm seeing every yeah. nook and cranny, then that that shouldn't be. So yeah. stop, please. Thank you. Although yeah. I do feel like dudes are sometimes hypocritical. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing when my skinny w- jeans today, <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> or or when they're but at the, can't see or when how many pictures of dudes at the gym like uh, showing yep. biceps? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Flexing. you you yeah. hate it when uh, you hate it when girls you know show their knees, but. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Your kneecaps are making me sin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Those kneecaps yeah. look clean, though. <laughs> Ooh, girl, your knee tap, knee chaps. Your knee kneecaps are attractive. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You could, I, I, man, I do check out calves. I do too, man. Dude, calves are hey, kind dude, of attractive. If calves, dude, if sorry, but here it's like one of those things where if like if their calves are toned, like you know it's they're the shape in shape. Of the calf, you know, it's like. Like I don't have to yeah. see anything else, just by the calves. Like I know. Okay. <laughs> You'd be like, mm, maybe, they maybe they walk around. Uh, see, I'm married, y'all. <laughs> well, <that> was, so <laughs> y'all been focusing on this. <laughs> He's like, you gotta focus in on the calves, man. The ankles. It's like, <laughs> like, dude, if if you got nice calves, I was like, okay, yeah. all right, let's see what your face looks like. <laughs> let's see. All right, yeah. turn around. Turn around, yeah. bro. Okay, then stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> Let me uh, stop. Yeah. I remember they used to do uh, the memes of like, uh, like people that wear what's it called in uh, Islam? Where they do the whole the get hijab? up. Hijab is that what it's the called? The hijab, right? Yeah. And like that's supposed to solve the problem of modesty, like just cover every inch of the body. And then you have like men passing by, and they're like, "Oh, you see her eyes? Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> you see those ankles, <laughs> oh, bro?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, there's like, it's like, there's like a joke where it's like in Saudi Arabia in a bachelor party, you you get like a cake, and then some like woman comes out of the cake decked out and you know fully covered, and then she just slowly raises her ooh, skirt leg ooh, and shows her ankle. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Yeah, 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 ankles only, man. Ankles only. <laughs> man, that should be like a dating website, you know, concept. <laughs> Profile picture is just their eyes. <laughs> the eyes speak to me, man. It's the window into the soul. <laughs> Your eyes are hey, ugly, dude. so you must be ugly too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, but I will say this, man. Pretty, pretty apostolic girls are like freaking pretty. Like, yeah, not, man. there's no. Dude. No like if you cap. if you don't wear makeup and you're pretty, then you're just straight up pretty. No yeah. cap. She's not apostolic, but Alicia Keys is beautiful. And, and she doesn't wear makeup, bro. She doesn't wear makeup. Mm. Thank you, Alicia. Dude, Keys. I would love you, baby. Totally teach her a Bible study. Talk about Sheila. <laughs> oh, she's giving me the face. I can't man. do that no more. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I would, I would date the heck out of Alicia Keys. <laughs> Andrew can't say anything right now. My wife's in the room. I mean, well, but I love you, uh, babe. I would definitely I mean, teach her I, a Bible study. Yeah. Teach her a Bible study. Yeah. I could say it, though. Yeah. He's saying, Josh, saying, you can say everything that we're thinking. Right now. <laughs> oh, I'll just, I'll just yeah. send you a text real quick, and then you just say it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. But, so, yeah, man. That is an important subject, though. I think it also gets glossed over. Because it's a way to subvert holiness, mm. right? Like you could skirt it, you know. No, no pun intended. <laughs> literally, no pun yeah. intended, right? But no, you can like literally, and that applies to everything. Yeah, it applies to the music you listen to, what you watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can just graze by close enough, ride that fence. It's really not just yeah. close. Yeah, no, it's but really that is one of the hard issue, man. Yeah. It's a hard issue. It is. Yeah. What's that John B. Christ that check your heart, check your check. heart, <laughs> check your heart. Man. Oh my God. He is so funny. Dude, he's, uh, he's, him and Trey Kennedy did a thing yes, where man. single, single ladies on Valentine's Day in a grocery store. Yeah. Oh my God. 
this movie. Have you seen the thing uh, where, where they were like Bible characters with cell phones? And oh, my. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you Dude. see David liking all of Bathsheba's <laughs> swimming suit? What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Yo! Yeah. Yo, uh, cat, man. I, I, I love that. Oh, man. The one that, I got, that got me at the end, though. And they, they were like, I can't go in there. He was all like, uh, Lot, Lot's pregnant? Oh, man. I wonder who the L- dad uh, is. Lot's daughter's pregnant? <laughs> I wonder who the dad is. Yeah. Oh, that's too soon. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he was all like, "No, we can't do that." <laughs> Dude, oh, man. Hey, check your heart, man. Check your heart. <laughs> Shout out John B. Crystal. Mm-hmm. If you want to come on a podcast, oh, come dude. on. Uh, nice here. Oh man, come on. We'll yeah. have you on. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. After church, looks like you need some though. If you uh, talking about all those subjects, check your heart, John. Just mm-hmm. All right, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how cool. many how many apostolic rappers are out there? Dude, I know off the back, well, just off the strength, really, like three, three that I know, like mm. personally that I know. Um, of course, JB Music. Uh, this dude, his name is Jay Lazarus. I think he's like really new into the faith, though. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, and then me. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't know a, a lot of uh, apostolic hip hop artists, but okay. And, and then there's this one. Uh, his name is Dylan Holland. Um, he's really, really good. Like, he doesn't know he's good, but I think he's good. So yeah, man. Like, he's good. But he's good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good. Mm. There's not honestly, man. Like. In the apostolic realm, it's just new territory. Yeah. It's it's so new territory that mm-hmm. people are just weary of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully what I want to do, and I've been talking to Sheila, is like as life progresses, you know, and, and ministry unfolds, mm-hmm. that I can bring awareness. Because I've, I've talked to her, and my biggest pet peeve about um, just ministry and apostolic ministry is just sometimes the mundaneness of it. Like... You you are sometimes you're literally just a walking puppet, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you're doing stuff just because that's the way it's always been done. Yes. and there's no sort of like intention with it. And I I, I hate that. Like, and I've I, all my life I've I've I'm not the same person. You know, that's why I think you know, uh, ministry for me like getting my license and whatnot hasn't you know been a thing for me yet. Mm-hmm. Even though I've tried countless times to do that, because mm-hmm. um, I think I don't think I'm made for that purpose just to just to, you know, be a minister in a church, just to, just to be a pastor, you know, I don't think I'm made for just that, and I, I, like, and some people will, will, you know, hate me for that, yeah, and, like, sometimes, I I resent myself in a a little bit for saying that, because I feel like that's, that's against who I am, but I, I'm not that, like, I'm, I'm not like everybody else, I have my own lane that God has created, Mm -hmm. um, that, that I feel like I'm following right now, Mm. you know, Mm. yeah, and I, I like I understand why those mechanisms are in place. I do right? too. And but yeah. the thing is, like, it's just like what Josh was saying. Like, you can, you know, follow the motions and just have no intent, right? Um, and then you know who's reaching the people that like you know a person in a suit and tie can't reach, right? And that's what I want to do, man. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't sit alone, like, and just like reach people who 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 the church deems as reachable, yeah. because there there are some people in society that. They don't want to reach yeah. like, like like the people who, who are riddled with 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 like addictions and, and, and guns and drugs like 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 
the slums, the ghetto, like, I feel like I have that connection because I came out of that. Like, I was never, like, I, I, grew, I never grew up in the ghetto, but I grew up so close to the ghetto that, like, a lot of my friends back home, man, they, they gangers, gangbangers, man. Like, they, 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 they rep a set, man. They, they're, they're, they're doing all this stuff. They're, they, they slinging coke on the side of a street, bro. Like, I, I've, I've got friends actively who are doing that, who, who are serving time in jail. I got friends who are, like, six feet under from the things that they did. And I feel like I vibe, I vibe with that culture, not because what they do, but because what I can bring to them, what, yes. what mm -hmm. I can help them with. You have a burden for them. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, I love, that's just, that's, a, that's my heart, man. Like I just, I can't, I can't be like everybody else. I can't, I can't just do ministry like everybody else does it. And that, that's my pet peeve. Like it, it's taken, taken me a while uh, to notice that when I first came into the church, like that's all I want to do is preach. Yeah, like I, I gotta preach, gotta do this, man. Like, mm -hmm. and I found myself getting frustrated with just doing that, like, yeah. like studying to preach and whatnot. I'm like, it's, it's it's cool and all, man, but I I know that my purpose is far greater than that, honestly. So, yeah, and I think that's one of the, man, it's it's just so, uh, man. I, I I had a thought I wanted to bring out, but uh, like this concept of the church that we have. Like this whole notion of going to a church with a steeple, stained glass windows, pews. Right. Right. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> right. Like, that's so normal. And coming to mm -hmm. church in a suit and tie. Right. And that's even evolved into its own culture where, you know, you have people wearing like, you know, top trim suits. Right. And then you try to bring an unchurched person into that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't they don't recognize that because that's not where they come from, right? Yeah. And you look at the early apostles, the early disciples, they were preaching from house to house, right? right. Yeah. So, there was no building that everybody met at. It no. was people's houses. Right. Yeah. And that was one of the things, like, uh, when we had, um, um, what? Architect. Why am I? Justin Balot. Justin Balot. Episode two. I wanted to talk to him about, like, Christian uh, architecture. Like, how, how did we evolve for that to be the norm? You know, and now we have like these mega churches that are evolving. Where it's yeah. become corporate yeah. and industrialized. Yeah, no one bats an eye at that. Commercial, right? <clears throat> Which but, I yeah. at at times I don't think that's a bad thing. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't think that's a bad thing at times. You know, um, like one thing that I love that the mega churches and and the, the churches that are outside of the uh, Apostolic Pentecostal denomination is they have love packed down. Mm -hmm. They have that to a T. And mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like that's the reason why people gravitate to them over us. Yes, we have the spirit, which is a great thing. Mm -hmm. um, but people gravitate to that because they want to they they want a place where they belong. And sometimes we as apostolics, we we judge a lot mm -hmm. based on just looks. Yeah. And although it's good to use that, um, you know, to 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 ward off any 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 bad things, but. You know, some people are just looking for for a place to belong, yeah. Yeah. and if we don't give the, that, if we don't give them that that opportunity to be there, to to really be immersed mm -hmm. and feel like they're home, then they're never gonna be yeah. what God has intended them to be because they don't yeah. feel safe enough to be themselves. Yes, and that's what I hate. Yeah, I think sometimes we we get trapped when we're more concerned about laying hands on guests and seeing God deliver them. Right. But we're less concerned about inviting them over to our house and having dinner. Right. Mm. Right. Right. Man. And I'm even convicted of that. Cause sometimes I do that. Sometimes I judge somebody and I'll be like, man, I'll talk to them next Sunday. I don't feel like talking right now. 
and then I never come back mm-hmm. and then I feel bad because I've I you know mm-hmm. neglected an opportunity to talk to this person and their blood can potentially mm-hmm. be on my hands when we cross into the next life man yeah. and that that shakes me and, shakes me a lot and Jesus yeah. showed us that man he yeah. ate at the sinner's house man right yeah dude man um, and I was just talking about that with our youth group uh, about Zacchaeus yep and yep. how that his community uh, dejected him like they were looking at him and like no this guy is a degenerate yeah you shouldn't be dining at his house and yet who did Jesus choose and change their life and, and you know we're supposed to follow after Christ's example mm-hmm. not to say that we should be like actively going around like street corners and you're know, looking for like coke dealers and stuff but man, you know what I mean those people need to be reached man I'm thinking about like the woman at the well who went mm. at that certain time just so that she she wouldn't be associated with those people yeah. because mm-hmm. that that knew her situation but because because she went at that time and because Jesus came and met her she went into the city and told her Everybody, yes, mm-hmm. everybody. She, if that would have never happened, she would have never realized that yeah. she had the purpose to do that. That that she 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 had mm-hmm. the calling to 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 go do that. If she would have mm-hmm. never met with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And in the church, it's no different. If we don't give them a place to where they can meet Jesus, not just a spiritual setting, but where they can meet Jesus through us, through our interactions, through through every place that we go to to, to be invited. Mm-hmm then they will never really realize that they're calling in the purpose mm-hmm. in God, man. And like, and that, that, that speaks a lot. Mm-hmm. That speaks a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then even in that story, Jesus told her what she's doing wrong. Yeah. And then was like, I have, I have water to give you. I have living water to give you. Right. And so it, it's coupled with like, there's conviction, but it's always coupled with compassion. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, the church just has to find a balance between those two. They do. And they letting do. people know, hey, let's work with you on getting right with some things. But guess what? I'm going to be with you all the way. And guess what? I came from the same place you were at. And not conviction that we bring on people. Conviction mm. that God, God brings on people. Because many yeah. times we try to tell people what's wrong with them. Oh, yes. Many times. God's we do helpers. And, and, and many times. I understand God gives words to certain mm-hmm. people. Um, but there was, there was a thing that Sheila was going through. I ain't going to say about that, but I just want to let that be known. Um, but there's, there's things that, that people try to try to help and and they feel like they're in the spirit, but they're really not really damaging what, what God Mm -hmm. could potentially do in that person Mm -hmm. by saying just few simple words, man. Like, so I, I, me personally and myself, like I don't tell, I, if I see something wrong with somebody, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. And if I see it over and over again, I'll be like, I'll, I'll say it in a, just a, like the nicest way possible. Hey man, like, I love you, bro. Like, like, like I've, I, I see that you're struggling with this, man. You know, do you, mm-hmm. do, do you need help? I pose that as a question. Yeah. Not, not as man, I'm com- like c- condemning you for yes. something, you know, yeah. cause I leave that up to God. Like it's not my place to, 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 to speak down on somebody. Cause yeah. I, I honestly, I was in that place too. Yeah. Before I came into the church, I was there. So I, it's, it's not, it's not my ability. It's not my prerogative to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's why I really don't feel the need to really care about what, what people's baggage that they bring. Right. Cause I know I I've had my own and I still have my own. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even ready to dispel any sort of judgment. Yeah. Uh, I think the only righteous judgment that us as a 
as a body can dispel is those that are already in the family. It's right. like I can tell my brother. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you need to, I could slap my brother because my brother knows that I love him and it's all edification. Right. But if I go to some random stranger and slap them, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. we don't have that kind of relationship. <laughs> and if people make <laughs> assumptions before knowing the actual situation. Exactly. That's what I hate. Mm. People people love to talk, but they don't mm-hmm. know the situation. Yeah. They can They can gather an assumption and educate a guess from what they see, but... Your eyes can lie to you as well. Oh, I yeah. mean, Bird Box did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if the Bird Box lied to you, but it killed him. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like people people make assumptions and and go off that when it's really not true. What is it like? What they're seeing isn't always what's actually happening. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a deeper meaning and story to to what a situation. Yeah. You know, what certain situations have. So. If we can stop judgment yeah. on that. Yeah, and then <laughs> some people have the gift of knowledge where yes. they can discern what's going yes. on, yeah. but they lack the gift of wisdom where <laughs> they don't keep their mouth shut about it. I think God <laughs> gives those two gifts at the same time. I, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Mm. Man. Some people are so quick to practice it, though. They want, they want to, like, whether they know for sure or not, they want to give that word to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then they don't know what damage they can do to someone. Yeah. I don't know if you can't actually practice that, though. Well, no, I don't mean, like, practice, like, as a, um, like, like you're, whether you're testing you have it or not. Like, there are people right. that okay. believe they have that, that gifting. Yeah. Right? And so they're quick to act without They're good thinking. at observing. Yeah. I, thought, I thought I had the gift yeah. of discernment, and then I realized I'm just observant. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people... Or they have the gift of suspicion, not the gift yeah. of discernment. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the apocrypha. Yeah. That's uh, that Dead Sea Scroll is still out there. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. Um, yeah, but yeah, dude, like, dude, I, I, sh- I sure hope you blow up, bro. Man, I'm trying to. If if I don't, man, it's cool. I just want to be, you know, good with God and make good music for people who want to listen to things that that. Uh, that edify them and know that hey I can overcome because this person did you know I can be better because he did I can I can do all things through Christ because he did you know Mm -hmm. I want to be an example like that man I don't I don't mind playing the background a lot of times but with this I want to be I'm I'm trying to be the forefront on this Mm -hmm. that's awesome man Mm -hmm. and you was being modest earlier Um, I heard your music Loved it, man. It is so good. And you guys need to go check out his music. Uh, where can they listen to you at, man? Um, I'm on all platforms, really. Um, so the main ones are like Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Play, if you if you uh, are an Android user. I hope not. Um, <laughs> oh, no. You're, you're no, apple-stolic? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm apple-stolic. I'm no. apple-centric. I'm apple everything except for Eve. I'm not all right. Eve we got to shut I this sh- down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, YouTube, YouTube's a big one too. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud. I'm starting to upload things on SoundCloud. So check mm-hmm. out my music forward nine five forward and then nine five, not just the numbers. You got to spell nine five out. Oh, cool. Spell. <laughs> Spelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess uh, well, right before we end, Valentine's Day just happened a couple of days ago, right? How did you and Sheila? 
meet? What what was that about? How did we meet? Or yeah, did you slide mm. into her DMs or? Well, <laughs> can I tell this story, baby? All right, so let's take it back to 2015. <laughs> I slid in. I was I was trying to find a wife, and I was one of those Christian boys who were just hopped up on women. And I'm like, you know, I need to talk to as many girls as I can to try to narrow down which one of these little pretty little things gonna be mine forever one day. Um, so, <laughs> so I was I was sending DMs left and right. <laughs> I was doing my thing, <laughs> um, and I came across Sheila, and I, I I thought she was cute, so I sent her a DM. Just and, kidding. And she um, she she hit me back. And then out of nowhere, she stopped talking to me. So I was like, okay, oh, ghost, whatever. Holy ghosted you, bro. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Jean> Christ. <laughs> um, so fast forward to August of this year. Um, of last year? Yeah, last year. Um, I, uh, I had the flu, and I posted on Instagram about it. She had the flu, too. She slid up my DMs first. On the official thing So <laughs> She's credited with that <laughs> And uh, that's all she wrote man Like I started talking to her Like I I, re- I started to like her I didn't I didn't necessarily Like really like her at first I was just playing the field I was I, 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 I gave her a little bit of this A little bit of that Just to see if she would bite She 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 bite alright <laughs> <laughs> My pole was in the water And I had The bait ready <laughs> um, uh, and then and then I found out like that I really started to like her and that she wasn't just another girl that she's very genuine and she's very loving and she's someone that I could grow with mm. um like a lot of the girls that I've been with they've they've been one of those qualities but I knowing me and knowing who I am I need all those I need somebody who's going to back me up through the hard times all the girls I've dated, whenever things got hard, mm-hmm. they 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 just left. Oh, they, they they left or or they recluse recluse so much it yeah. might as well be that they left. And her, she's so proactive that she'll she'll ask me if if something's wrong and something's not even wrong, and I'm just got this stank face on my <laughs> face. Um, but she she's so caring and so genuine and loving, and I I've never found that in anybody else. You know, and I, I, I'd be a fool to let that slip away from me, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, love you, baby. Mm. She's she's smiling like she's going to hit mm. me in the car. <laughs> for saying yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, like right now I'm, I'm at the point where you were. I'm just – I'm trying to move. I'm not trying to move from acquaintance to dating yeah. with a lot of these people. I'm just trying to move from acquaintance to – possibility (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) hey i exist (laughs) man Um, i get girls not with my looks even though i'm i'm a handsome devil um (laughs) but i am exuberant and i'm crazy and fun yeah i don't know (laughs) so josh be crazy be exuberant be fun Well, well yeah have you seen my Social media. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I found my wife before uh, for all the social media stuff, and I don't even know how how you even happened. Like how why she's even with me, I don't even know. I can I'm say like, the same thing about my almost wife. Well, not almost because we're not even gays, but still soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So. 
How about we end this episode with playing one of his tracks? Yeah. Would so, you be cool with that? I just dropped a song called Questions literally yesterday. Um, you can play that if you want. All right. Yeah, and actually, oh, man. Well, let me play. I'm going to pull it up real quick. Um, but I had questions for your for your your track questions. Yeah. Okay. And, we'll, we'll do um, that first. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, was, I wasn't trying to rush anybody on on a, on a close here. I've been enjoying this conversation like crazy. Let's see. Let me pull it up. We're experimenting here, guys. Um, <laughs> adding some new equipment. Oh, here we go. Before, will you pick me up? Does my trust in you go deep enough? I don't put you in a man, I just trust up in your plan. Am I out of pocket? But being right up in the sand, it's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. Am I out of pocket? But being right up in the sand, it's all my questions. It's all my questions. Can I trust you? Will you come right by myself when I'm in trouble? Will you be my eyes when I see in double? Cause a couple of them left me high and dry up in the street. And if you ask the same people, they so still where I'ma be. And I gotta give it to them, cause they had me on a leash. And I'm gunning for you now, so just hear me when I speak. All the sneak dissing, hiding behind all the clean linen. Loud and clear now, you a snake hissing. I won't be victim, that's my decision. Won't come up missing. Questions on my mind when I call you hit decline. I know you do not mean it, not a failure of design. You try to realign, time ain't on your hands. Guess it's time to meet the man, so it's time to make the plans. Had to get to work and I was fit with all this purpose. And I know this people lurking ain't gonna be my final curtain. If I fall, will you pick me up? Does my trust in you go deep enough? I don't put you in a man, I just trust up in your plan. Am I out of pocket for being right up in the sand? It's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. Am I out of pocket for being right up in the sand? It's all my questions. It's all my questions. What if I was a dope dealer, pushing, peddling, selling that paraphernalia? Life is realer, come from the city where they hail ya and nail ya. Thank God I'm in the church singing praises like Mahalia Jackson. I'm the captain, just capitalizing on my actions. Moving forward in my passion, making moves up in the rapping while avoiding all the bashing. I just put my knee down, no cap and nicking, but I'm calling every touchdown. It's fourth and inches. I've come too far to question God, to question everything I am inside. Forsake the life that is my God. I push aside thoughts of suicide, believing God crucified. Spirit in me amplified, word of God certified. Purchase me like mercantile, love me like his own child. Pursue like projectile, Jesus done reconciled. The world into himself. I got the blessing of the Father, so I play the hand that I am dealt. If I fall, will you pick me up? Does my trust in you go deep enough? I don't put you in a man, I just trust up in your plan. Am I out of pocket for being right up in the sand? It's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. It's all my questions. Am I out of pocket for being right up in the sand? It's all my questions. I saw my questions. Some 
sometimes I'm like, forget religion, go back to sinning. Turn my back to the church to see what I am missing. But I can't leave now, I'm so close to the crown. But if I left the church, no cares are given. I live with it. I be like Paul preaching that long-winded sermon that turns men with turbans to the crucifix. Heretic, derelict, preach the gospel, argue politics. Living right but contradicts, always lack the common sense. Did I mention common sense? But I'm convinced that my defense is his righteousness, but nonetheless. Gotta get my mind right, body straight but time's tight Clocking in Walter Cronkite, giving bars like a Klondike Gotta switch me up, I'm in a different lane Graduated from the sippy cups, I don't live the same I don't play no games, move out hot for my higher up Catch a dub, make a noise, since I was a pup, that's all my questions That's questions, ladies and gentlemen that's Wow, that was just, that was uh, really good, man that was so Don't good, knock me. Man. The mixing was off. I, I I hated some of the mixing. I, as soon as I put it out, I was like, "Crap! I shouldn't have did that." But <laughs> I wanted something else, so that's what I did. Hey, but man. next tape, well, next record is gonna be even better. Steady progression, man. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. No, I like I like the the narrative. Like, so the, these questions, who's that directed at? Like, who? um, it's it's directed at everything, everything yeah. and everybody. Like, if I fall, will you pick me up? That one is directed at God himself yeah. and, and, and people like I've noticed in the church when people fall, they like to kill who 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 mm. the, who, who fall mm-hmm. like if say that you fall uh, immorally, mm-hmm. you know, people don't like to, to restore like the Bible says you, you mm-hmm. should do. But people like to kill like, oh, he shouldn't have did that. He, he, he shouldn't have did that. And yes, he shouldn't have did that. But it's your job as the body of Christ to love that person and restore them and put them back into the place that they were. Right. So that's what that's what uh, if I fall, would you pick me up? Does my trust in you go deep enough that that could be like to people or to God himself? Like like does my trust in you really go deep enough? Do I trust you with my heart? Do I trust you with the the, the intimate things that I struggle with? Mm -hmm. Do 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 I trust you? Does my trust go deep enough to where I can like tell you about the things that I'm dealing with? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That was so creative when you go from that line and you, you go back into the main portion. Right. Because that that tells you where the narrative and how to interpret the the chorus. Right. Um, so I like that part. Um, it's so creative, man. Your lyrics, too. Um, what was the, the line? Uh, me and Josh, like, we turned to each other on the, the Kaepernick. Line. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or then when he was up, uh, like, towards the end, you know, upgrading from Sippy Cup. Graduating right? from like, the Sippy Cups yeah. in a different lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the way you convey it, man. I love that. So, guys need to support 495. Yes. This is like such. This is, We need this, man. He's an apostolic artist, man. Come on. Yeah. And it's good. It's like it's you not can't just, you can't beg for an apostolic artist and not support any of them mm-hmm. that are coming up. So, man, a lot of my listeners aren't apostolic. Um, so, like a, a portion of my listeners are apostolic, but not to where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some very faithful people who are apostolic who who ride with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a team. Shout out for fam. Um, but their 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 team, man, like um I, I have a song that's gonna come out. It's called Hold Me Down. 
um, it talks about like all my homies are gone now and I don't have any trust in squad and I don't have any trust in squad, but I have trust in family. That's why it's forward family. It's not like forward gang really, mm-hmm. even though I designed something last night that said forward gang, but, um, <laughs> yeah, still, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, like if, if, if we rock together, then we're family, yeah. like, mm-hmm. man, for, forget this squad, this team, because people trade people yeah. in, in, in main sports. And I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not looking to trade anybody, but you really can't trade family like that. Mm-hmm. So that's Ford fam, really. Mm. But yeah. And don't forget, I'm always down to collab. Dude, man. I'm so sorry about yesterday. We were supposed to have a free bar Friday. Yeah, dude. But I had a lot of work, man. Nah, dude, it's all good. I, I was busy too, so we will collab one time, though, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. I've already sent you something, but I'll, I'll see if I can convert it into a better file that you could use. That's okay. Honestly, man, I, I want to do a live with you. Honestly, do that one. Yeah, I, I want to do something live with you. That'd be that'd be cool mm. to do a live. Well. I can, uh, if you ever do a music video, I can, you know, be one of the extras in the back. The hype, man. <laughs> that, that's my contribution. Andrew, I got you, bro. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> man, like when I came out with uh, my song Solo, there's a guy, his name is Xavier Crooks, man. He, He's the dude. Like, he's, he's the man. Like, this dude lives in, like, Connecticut. And, like, I've known him for a, a while. And uh, once I started really like rapping, and um, he's a he's an excellent photographer, but he's gonna make the trip to fly down where I'm at, take pictures, and hang out with me for the weekend, like. And he's invested in me, and I love that because I don't have many people who who are like that. And when people are like that, I get kind of skeptical because I was like, "What do you really want from me?" Mm-hmm. Like, because I've I've always been the person where I'm just by myself, and I'm so like I'm extroverted. But when it comes to opening up, I, that that mm-hmm. really doesn't happen for me a lot. Yeah. Like unless it's with God, I open up with God. But um, it's it's crazy to see like how He supports me, and I love that. And I need more people like that's Ford family, like people who who've been there from the beginning. That's Ford family. There's another one. His name is uh, Jonathan George. Um, he's Ford family too. He's he's been down since I started this. But man, like. I'm 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 wanting to build like like a whole collective of people who who are Ford fam that mm-hmm. are not just for my music but I'm for them like for for their creative um, outlets mm-hmm. and what they want to do like create a whole collective mm-hmm. like 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 to where we can like in, like uplift and empower each other mm-hmm. like just it's it's gonna be cool man I'm, sounds a lot like what me and Andrew have envisioned about about this so. Dude, it's gonna be cool, man. It's gonna be yeah. cool. I was checking out some of you guys' episodes. It's you guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Real I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're learning, we're evolving, and uh, it's been it's been just so much fun doing this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, right, sir. yes, sir. But yeah, check out Forward Nine Five on all those platforms. Anything music related, he's on there, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no excuse. It's on it pretty much everything. Yeah. Even on the things that people never listen to, like Tidal. Who listens to who 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 who, who <laughs> has still title? Title's still around, man. <laughs> title and like are, are you on Napster? Yeah. Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am on man. Napster. Oh, I'm on I think I'm on hey, Pandora as well. Cover all your bases, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. Anywhere yeah. You get it. 
I mean, he went with Google Play. I mean, he had to, you know, hit us on Android, but. I'm Apple Music, too. So uh, <laughs> Apple Music and Amazon Music as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I, like, my mom uses Amazon Music. Uh, my mom uh, sent me a text yesterday. Uh, well, not yesterday, but a couple of days ago. And she was all like, uh, I thought you would like this song. It was a song. It was a rap song about uh, prayer and fasting. <laughs> and I was like, my mom believes in me. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, mama yeah. said I'm no killer and I believed it. You know, can you believe my mama asked me what those lyrics were about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mama, they were about you. <laughs> you said them things to me at one point. It's in the title. <laughs> mama said, unless there's, unless I got a different mama, am I adopted or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, yeah. but, man, we sure did enjoy you coming on. I know, man, this it. was like... The most fun I've had in a while, man. Like, yeah, dude, I, my my home life sucks. <gasps> oh I, man, I don't, I don't, I don't do a lot. I stay inside, play video games, make music, go to church, eat a lot, go to the gym, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> getting <laughs> to know people and talk to them is amazing, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, it's been a blast. So thank you for coming on, man. I. I I, mean, I bet you the conversation could keep going. Oh, I yeah, just enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we definitely have to have you come back on again sometime. Oh, definitely. I would love it, man. Yeah. And then bucket list, be featured or something, or somehow collab. Yeah. Next time, yeah. live performance, man. Next time. <clears throat> All right, All man. Right. Cool. Well, um, you want to close it, Josh? Oh, no, like, we already closed it. Do we? we just hit the stop button? <laughs> oh, is that how and, it goes? Uh, Boom, stop. And, uh, we yeah. done. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this in. God. <laughs> we <laughs> suck at ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that in there. All right, here we go. Hey, guys, hope you liked the episode. Uh, we just wanted to let you know that we appreciate your support and you can support us even more by liking our Facebook page, following us on Instagram, uh, sharing us to all of your friends and making sure they know that they could find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We would appreciate if you all rate us and review us on those platforms. And if you want to be a guest on our show or if you want a specific topic to be talked about on our show – feel free to email us on the afterchurchpodcast at gmail.com.